for the players. I'm Ryan Betson. I'm Max Cooper. And this is for the players, the pop culturist PlayStation podcast. Over 40 years of playing PlayStation and six plus years in the games media combined. Might you thank you for joining us in this PlayStation conversation. This PlayStation conversation happens every Monday morning at 8 a.m. on podcast services, including Spotify and 9 a.m. on those YouTubes. If you'd like to join in future conversations check out all our socials facebook discord instagram twitter all the links are in the description below if you want to join us as the conversation happens you head over to twitch.tv slash the pop where you can watch us record this show live where you can jump in the chat and can help contribute to the show additionally you may also hear max and i sing the bgs before we go live that's always a good bit of fun uh if you want you can also share the conversation tell your friends tell your family about this playstation pod and if you want to you can give your podcast a choice be sure to give it a five star rating a written review or if you're watching on youtube be sure to give a thumbs up like comment and all that crap subscribe or you know those things if you want to support us financially you can at patreon.com slash the pop culturist uh you also follow out go to our merchandise store popculturist.com slash shop where you can buy shirts and other assorted shit with our logos on it now max you don't see this right now because we're recording you won't see this this is a post-production thing but we have a new intro ladies and gentlemen after 164 episodes the one that i made in about 25 minutes in like literally 2018 has been replaced it has been upgraded there are two that we have the option for there is one that has been made uh by a friend of mine a man shake man by the name of lloyd yeah delicate stone on youtube uh, he's a he's a beautiful singer song boy, song bird of the generation he's been called uh he's fantastic so he put one one together for us and our good friend dash is also putting one together as well i haven't seen the final product of his yet so i'm unsure which one we're going with it's fucking rolling the dice right now and i can't wait to see it. it's been a long time since it's been remixed max you're excited because this is like we're heading into the next gen we might as well get a refresh ourselves it's yeah, good it's exciting I mean- Sony's rebranding their their catchphrase. We need to rebrand ours now. To that's right. I, we have to just whatever the we have to go on to the next trademark. We can't. Name, we can no longer hang on this you, one. New co-host. <laughs> you name, oh shit! Is that me? I'm out. Like <laughs> I'm out. New ones in. It comes to Max and someone else show. Hey, uh, Bean man. Um. Yeah. Not too bad. Yeah. Not too bad. I'm sl- I'm slightly blinded by this bloody light yeah so getting I'm, some, I'm getting some horrendous glare on my <laughs> my glasses actually once again yeah we are back uh we are back, back in on, lockdown back in lockdown <laughs> so uh for those that are not playing at home uh victoria in here in australia is fucked and fucked uh and they the hard rules came in uh no visitors uh all masks must be worn pl- past monday uh yeah it's gone fucking hard so that, of the course, main thing is we can still go to the pub with our mates yeah you can't like see each other just, at home you just can't you just can't bring them back to your place yeah, afterwards yeah just bang elsewhere like don't bang like don't, if you do go out and about don't bang them there don't like, don't bring it home you know that's, that's that's how it works men women whoever you want just don't do it home <laughs> do it out in the wild <laughs> uh what have you been up to Makes man no sense uh not much man yeah just yeah not much 
It's been a pretty cruisy week. Yeah, it's been a bit of a low-key week. So I'm on leave now. I, I I finally got some time off. So from as of yesterday until uh, this time next week, uh, I have a full week off work. I'm very excited. Um, yeah, it's just as lockdown hit. So it's kind of like this, woo, I guess. Um, Going to finish Ghost of Tsushima now? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, maybe 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 <laughs> i spent a little bit of time with it but yeah i don't know what i'm gonna do like i already started i just uh, pulled apart the garage today doing that old man you know stuff just being old man around the house doing things um yeah that was cool you know clean up my fucking house my house is disgusting like there are still things in boxes from when we moved in here five years ago and it's like about time that i did something with it are you still in that stage of you're unsure that it's yours and you're just waiting for someone to come and kick you out of it? You know, so you're like, I'm just not going to unpack yet? No, it's... Just in case. <laughs> no, the problem that we had, you know, fun fact, uh, well, because we moved into this place and then when we designed the place and when, when we moved in, we didn't allow for a kid. So we didn't really put enough storage in the space to begin with. So, so, then what, you're tell- so what you're telling me is your house was spotless until James came along? Oh, no, I'm close. So there's, <laughs> this, there's, a, there's a step before that. So we moved in. The house was pretty tidy, right? Pretty fucking tidy. Then our good friend of the show, Dylan, and obviously co-founder of the Pop Culturist, he was like, everything to shat on me, I have nowhere to live. I'm like, well, this room's a studio. That room's an office. That room's a storage room. Uh, all right, we'll move the storage room around. So we take everything that was being stored in that room, because uh, we, we didn't lived here three months at that point. Mm. So we moved everything into another room. Then Dylan came and lived in that room. So, so we never sorted out those boxes because we didn't really have space to do so. Then James was born. So Dylan got kicked out. James took over the room and we still haven't dealt with the boxes yet. And then of course, having a kid means more stuff comes into the house, less stuff leaving. It's just, it's, it's just built up over time. So I'm going to take some time this week um, just to like properly get in here. And like, it feels good. Like moving the garage around, getting all that going, just kind of like get that good, you know, good feels as you sort mm-hmm. of shuffle about and redo things. It's been good been good and i'll get some games in as well uh max what have you been playing this week i've been playing some more fairy tale now that i've got uh just hit credits earlier this week yeah so if everyone uh, played for, at home uh turn yeah, left distribution provided us a code for turn left dis- uh, for, no they provided us a code <laughs> for fairy tale i went i don't fucking want it so i gave it to max and and max has been uh spending the last uh week and a half two weeks with You're it f- frozen too by the way i'm frozen oh god dang it yeah, let me just press this button and then i come back so yeah so max has been spending the last one and a half two weeks with it so it is uh a separate review it is on the youtube channel go and check it out give it some love max's first ever solo review and mm. then additionally if you want more max and if you want more max talking about fairy tale go to dash he went over there and lent lent his voice talents uh to dash for their review of fairy tale so yeah i've still been playing that I've, I've been chipping away at the the epilogue so after you actually see credits there's more game ah yeah <laughs> how long's this fucking game uh i've i'm currently sitting at 50 hours playtime Ooh, there's so <laughs> much game um i dove back into ghost of tsushima for a bit mm-hmm. uh and i've been checking out grounded oh yeah that's uh, the uh, new obsidian game yeah yeah, because that's uh, the game preview has been released on oh, Games Pass. Before we kick in the gear, we are on Twitch, by the way, as ever, so we did record this show live. <clears throat> Big thank you to Screamus for coming across with the host, bringing us a lovely seven viewers. Thank you very much, Screamus. Much, much appreciated. Hi, everyone. It's a PlayStation podcast. It's going on. 
So apart from that, not too much. What about yourself? What have you been playing this week? Uh, mine's very. It's a little bit, a little bit of Ghost of Tsushima as well. Just sort of trying to push a little bit more on that. Uh, I'm right on the cusp of uh, Act One to Two, so I've done mm-hmm. all the missions. I think this is where I was at last week. I really haven't played this much this week. Um, yeah, so I'm right on the cusp of doing that mission to get me across the line, but I just kind of got bored with it, so I bounced out. So instead, I uh, picked up some new games this week. I picked up uh, uh, Cuphead. Because it is back. Oh, it's not back. It's now on PS4. I had such a blast with it back on Xbox. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to get it again. So I picked that up and I have been yelling and screaming in my Xbox for the last 24 hours. Uh, the game is really, really good. But what I did have to do, though, is because I was originally playing it on the uh, standard DualShock and these uh, directional pads are bumhole. I went and uh, pulled out the Thrustmaster. Yeah, that sounds hot. So I pulled the Thrustmaster out to sort of get that nice little tactile, clicky, uh, uh, directional buttons for the game. And I, honestly, like, it's actually... I'm better at the game with that controller. I don't know how that works. Um, but yeah, no, it's good. It's, like, good... Like, uh, I'm not as angry at it, at it today, but yesterday I was fuming. <laughs> so I'm still in, like, the first little region. I, I've taken out the, uh, the flower one. I've done the boat one with the two frogs done the mausoleum uh the couple of the running gun levels the game's brilliant the game's fucking fantastic yeah. and it's so gnarly that it's now on the playstation 4 like it's been what a peer, a, an xbox microsoft exclusive for two years three years yeah i think about that so it's interesting that uh it's coming across because the one thing we were debating last week max was around the idea of the xbox event and how uh there is no exclusives anymore even though yeah. that presentation was fucking full of them um the big difference here is I think this could be the stepping stone in that correct, you know, in that direction where they're backing up that statement. Because after that presentation, it's like, well, what the hell? Is, like Phil Spencer just said a bunch of things, but what we're seeing here doesn't match that. And yeah, maybe this is a step in that right direction, <clears throat> or this could be, you know, uh, MKH, MK be whatever the company name is that makes uh cuphead maybe they're like we've seen all the all, all the dollars over there um let's jump across to uh playstation so we can get now makes sense uh additionally i have also been playing skater xl i did pick that up on uh, wednesday when it came out skater xl is semi like a spiritual successor to skate in a, in a, some ways but some ways not uh it is a sandbox skateboarding game so there's no story mode there's no career there's no challenges per se um it is essentially just a big uh, a map with a bit of free-for-all in there does it does it give you like a because i i haven't i haven't played it, i haven't watched any videos on it e- either uh does it give you like a score meter so you're you can like if you do a line, for instance, somewhere in the open world, will it will it uh, will it Excuse give me. you a like you you would it give you will it give you an arbitrary score? So if you try and do it again, you can try and one up yourself. No, uh, it's it's probably the closest replicant to in real life skateboarding. I, I say that in uh, it's all about the run. It's not about how many points you get. It's just it's just about the run itself. So. And it's also about looking at an object and tackling an object. So you see a set of stairs with a rail and you're like, all right, I'm going to try kickflip off it. Beautiful. All right, now I'm going to try varial kickflip off it. All right, nice. Now I'm going to, you know, 180 kickflip off it. So it's all about you create the spot 
and then you run that spot as many ways as you do until you can kind of hit your limit and that's what real skateboarding is about in the same way right so like you see us you know back in back in my day when i was much thinner <laughs> and uh, a skateboarder yeah you would like well i have this ledge and how many different ways can i skate this ledge so it's the same kind of concept so ha- go go ahead sorry do you, do you think it will have longevity if there's no goal per se to to uh, reach towards that see that's the thing so with the game itself yeah it is all there is a a video editing software a piece of software in there it's not very good um like i i had a lot of trouble to dinking with it mm-hmm. but i think that's where it kind of would sit it's the it's this idea that you know you do your run you post on the socials you share it and whatever um mm. however the game doesn't quite appear to have the level of polish that would make wanting to share it across socials really good i mean that as in it looks fine and like the control scheme is fine we'll get to that in just a sec but like <clears throat> overall its presentation isn't like of a you know like right now ghost of tsushima is just flooding your social media with these yeah. awesome beautiful wonderful photos you ain't seen that with with skater xl you like you are getting kind of what you'd expect it looks cool it looks fine but it, it's still it, yeah it's fine but if you if you know skateboarding and you know tricks you know the difficulty of tricks and how to string them together that is where you will get that sort of appreciation so like the idea of like if you know if you come in and you're trying to do like a you know a uh, uh like a nolly hard flip into a feeble grind and then kick flip out like that's going to be hard in real life fucking near impossible and it's also very difficult in the game as well so like if you've got that background in skateboarding and you have that interest in skateboarding you're like oh no, that was actually pretty difficult to, to pull off especially with the controls so uh compared to skate so skate was all about using the thumbstick as uh like to control the skateboard that is what they've done here as well but they've amped it up a notch so previously it was just the right stick on skate and that would be allowed to swoop and and swift you know do all we even need to mm-hmm. do like kick it in the inch direction where here you're using your left foot is your left stick your right foot is your right stick and you use the um the l2 and r2 paddles to to turn which is it's, okay it's very much a lot of this going on you know what i mean like just to sort of get so i pat my tummy and pat my head and rub my tummy to sort of like get the momentum it's actually quite it's frustrating but the second you start start working it out is when you can start really pulling off some some fun so the game literally drops you in a school it's like hey here you go you're in a school have fun so you like there is a tutorial that gives you a vague a vague understanding of the controls and then there are a series of challenges but the challenges challenges themselves they're called challenges but they're essentially an advanced tutorial so it's Mm. like okay do a kickflip over this gap all right cool now do a nolly kickflip over this gap all right cool now you've learned how to to do nolly and and you know uh regular and nolly variants cool now you're going to add some spins to it all right cool now you're going to add some spins and a flip trick now you're going to add grabs now you're going to add manuals and reverts and so it 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 lay it keeps layering upon itself in that in that challenge space so although you're ticking stuff off a list it's not quite the same if that makes sense it's not like how big of like a like a how big of a world uh, how big is your sandbox that you get to play in like are there points where you can just like uh fast travel points where you can be like 
okay, I'm at the school. Now I want to go to the warehouse district or I want to go to no, this area. Or... As of right now, there is, from what I've played, there is just the school. There is school and like a car park and a little bit of like bleachers sort of area. And you're stuck within this one spot. Now, in terms of free movement, you can press triangle at any point and you just go into like a, a, a fucking helicopter view and you can pick where you want to go literally wherever. Okay. So you're like, all right, well, I'm done this spot. So rather than having to skate there, set up the spot and do it which you can do at any point as well be like all right zoom up like all right i want to see if i can go from that roof to that bank so you you zoom out jump on the roof you put your plonk your point where you want and you keep doing it until you get the way you want um yeah yeah, so it's it's fun it's certainly cool like i've seen the comparison to um to uh session which i haven't played so i'm not quite sure on that one Uh, there is a steep learning curve here and and to unless you uh, interested enough to master that difficulty curve, the game will not have legs. You know what I mean? Unless they start bringing in new locations <clears throat> and sort of, you know, even new customization, right? So there is a customizable skater that is you, but it's very minimal. There's three, yeah. I presume, pros, four pros. I don't know. I don't know who they were. Um, and then you have a female and a male character. Now, it they do have uh, brands. So they have like Element and Blind and DC and Independent, like some of the, the bigger skateboard brands. But you only have like two shot, two shirts of each, two pants, two trucks, a couple of, sk- couple of decks. So it, it really feels like you've just gone into, um, you know, a DFO. You've, you've gone into like a factory outlet and this is the range of what's left over from the escape brands. Like it doesn't feel as as in-depth as and as strong as say you would see in a skate or a Tony Hawk because, you know, the brands are 100% committed to, to that product. Yeah. Where like <clears throat> this is a relatively double A game. So it's not going to have that level of polish, that level of money, the level of backing that we would have seen from skate or even the upcoming Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2 remaster, right? So that's, there is that understanding that there's only so much they can do with what they've got. And for that, it delivers. And it delivers a completely unique experience, mostly because of the control pa- of, the, of the controls, right? Where, yeah. you know, where like if it was just a straight up more session or straight up more skate, sorry, it's like, well, it's just skate. Skate's Force coming. Why would I buy this if Skate Force is allegedly around the corner? You know, with yeah, Tony yeah. Hawk around the corner, like what's the same thing as Tony Hawk's? So what they've done is they've they've taken the the... the what skate skate one to three laid down and added yeah so it actually does feel like a genuine improvement comparatively but uh, it, it is not is, is not for everyone and it's for that reason i do feel it's a little overpriced it is cheaper on the psn than it is in person i think jb and, and eb games sell for like 69 70 bucks where if you buy it on um the psn it's 55 so you, there is a substantial difference for getting it digitally i think that's because they know you can't return it <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. The price you're willing to pay, price willing to pay, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. So before we jump into the the news section of the show, I uh, should always do this. This is the Ryan Get Less Fat update for anyone that's new here and may not know. Uh, I am currently on a weight loss journey. I've been doing it since second of January. Uh, in that time, I have lost as of as of today. 20 like 21 21 and a bit kilos um so that's a nice kilo on and uh from last week so man by the time i go to get my 20 kilo tattoo max might be like 23 kilos deep at this point you know what i mean it's just it's going to be like pushing that pushing past that original goal so have you thought about 
I, I know I asked you last week and you still weren't sure what you were getting. Have you, over the past week, have you thought about a bit more? Has one spoken to you more than the other? Uh, I have decided. Decision has been made, but I'll keep a secret. I want to keep that. I want to, I'm doing a bit of a reveal, um, but that will I'm come. doing a bit of a reveal. Yeah. Well, that's just <laughs> no, I don't BS. Think, no, I'm, <laughs> no, I've, I've, like, I, the honest answer is no, I don't know. I'm going to try. Like, I'm going to, like, I imagine he's going to call me before I go in about which one do you want? I'm like, oh, that one. Um, so I've, yeah, I've got two in mind and they've both been, uh, put through to the tattoo artists as we discussed, and then we'll go, we'll go from there. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty excited and nervous. Like as I, cause as I approach the date, cause it's what the, it's still like eight, a week and a two weeks away. Um, just mm-hmm. cause of whatever. I, I, I am feeling the anxiety coming up. Like it's weird. It's not like I have a fear of commitment. Like, I have a fucking wife. I have a, ha- I have a mortgage. I have a kid. Like I'm committed up the butthole, but I don't know. It just seems so permanent. It's the whole point, right? <laughs> I mean, they can be removed these days. That's true. I can't. I can't laser remove my child. So that's pretty cool. I mean, you definitely can laser remove your child. You shouldn't. But like, <laughs> yeah, that's very, very true. It's, it's not impossible. <laughs> that's true. But yeah, so twenty-one. Yeah, twenty-one and a bit kilos uh, is is pretty sweet. I'm halfway from my goal. My goal was to, to try get around forty kilos uh, by the end of the year or as close to uh, by the end of the year or packs originally but that packs ain't happened so now it's Christmas Christmas is my goal I want to be as thin as possible for Christmas so when I go get my photo with Santa I'm like ha ha you're the only fat one now I thought you so you're not just making like heaps of room for Christmas lunch oh I've done you just start, you just start you've just started early you're like you finished Christmas lunch last year and you're like you know what I'm gonna start saving room now that's right I'm excited for well, that's the that's the thing so if you know by then it's Ultimate, ultimate cheat day says Josh, Dash in the chat I'm gonna go so fucking hard at Christmas cause ro- roast food is my shit you know what I mean like roast potatoes like as carb load that motherfucker like, I mean, so, I, so I should stop taking photos of my roasts that I make no no please do cause I'm like oh yeah uh, Dash asks what's in the shake cause yes so I'm running late today so I'm drinking my my man shake as I do the show uh, once again I was I did, did it quickly so it is a caramel and chocolate one scoop each good stuff are you still going on the shakes, Max? Yeah, I had a, I had uh, uh, caramel coffee for breakfast this morning. Oh yeah, how are you going with the weight? So like, we have, we have, we come out how fucking less fat I'm getting. How less fat are you getting? Honestly, I don't know. I still haven't <laughs> bought scales. <laughs> nice, but but yeah. Hashtag not a spo- that's just hashtag not a sponsor. But I'm very open to it. I can, man, I complain. Shake? I complain. Yeah, I complained to Ali today because I nearly lost my pants in public. <laughs> Like, no, that's totally I true. Like, I was like, I was like carrying something in each hand. I'm like, uh oh. <laughs> but like, walking as if I, hundred percent walking sign. as if you're riding a horse. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, like this morning, I went to put on like a shirt, and it was because it was too big. It felt fucking dumb. I'm like, all right, I can't wear these shirts. I'm just gonna go to the DV. But yeah, I am at that point where I'm like, I'm gonna buy a whole bunch of new clothes. So all my wrestling shirts are fucking useless now. You know, all my old Pop C shirts are useless now. Hey, you gotta tie them up at the back and make like a little meet the boot <laughs> tied up the front you know just because that's because that's, yeah. that's my other part of my goal I don't know if I've ever communicated this but one of my other goals for the weight loss is I want to be at a point where I can just whip my shirt off on a Tuesday and everyone's like oh okay yeah, I'm not like bam and I was like oh what the fuck you doing you know <laughs> I want to become one of those one of those guys that just like whips their shirt off all the time just because you can <laughs> anyways that is enough of that let's get, in, let's get into inform the plays we tell you about what happened this week in playstation max what do we got oh let's kick off with the big news let's talk ps5 stuff 
Yeah. <clears throat> so once again, so following up from last week, <laughs> following up from last week, jeez, the internet is at it again. Rumors are kicking up once more about an impending Sony event. Coming from Iron Man PS5 on Twitter, we are getting the event on the 6th of August. So doubling now, down on the date that we heard about last week. Now, he's he's quite mad because everyone's been giving him grief over the, you told us pre-orders were going live and they didn't. So he's really doubling down on his date this time. Yeah, he's just uh, been Je- wrong consistently. I, I, don't, I don't believe this. <laughs> uh, Jeff Grubb, also on Twitter, suggesting the event will take place somewhere between the 5th and the 11th of August. And on the latest Kind of Funny Games cast, host Imran Khan also said that he's, quote, heard both Sony and Microsoft have to talk about pricing and availability this month. Yeah, it's pretty, I'm going to say it's be pushing the, the 10th or the 11th because it's like the 1st of August as of right now and they've not said anything. I think they'll have to give at least a week headroom, right? I mean, you know, it. what, we're, we're in the 8th month. We're expecting these consoles to drop in, in, in the 10th or 11th. Yeah, either October or November. They're cutting it very fine. It's like unreasonable. Like I understand they're doing this little like hesitation um, battle between Microsoft and well, Sony. They're like, well, who's no willing one, to pull it out first? But no one wants to whip it out first. Yeah. No, you know, like everyone's shy, and I don't know. Like I understand why, but like this is a concern for a number of well, reasons. A, you know, as we, as we discussed last week, it's money. Not everyone's going to be able to get six hundred bucks, presumably, in the next you know two months, three months. Like that's a big call. And there's only a couple of ways this is going to go. Either, you know, because we without pre-orders right now, we cannot clearly define what the interest is, and we can't even really, you know, like plan. Like I go, well, I want one. How much money do I need to have aside? And and unless the uh, my hesitation, Max, is for two things. Either A, they know that it's going to be fucking close in terms of the pricing, so they are just waiting. You know, the second that someone flinches, then they're like, ah, you're undercut. Now it's cheaper. Or they're so fucking expensive, they're scared. <laughs> That's yeah. two options. Mm. What do you reckon it's going to be? I'm the same. I think they're, they're both holding off because they know that they know that whoever announces first is going to uh, is the second player is going to undercut. Mm. So, you know, it's it's always hard to show all your cards. Yeah, like it it really is. But the good news is, although we still don't have a release date, and Sony continue to tell us that they are definitely launching by the end of twenty twenty, production seems seems to still be on track with AMD, the manufacturer behind the PS 5s CPU and custom GPU. They have confirmed that shipment of the components has begun. <coughs> yeah, shout out to AMD for confirmation. So, eh? so the main thing is, at least we know they're getting made. <laughs> well, we can't, like we, we, we've been seeing a lot of like photos from you know the the the. Yeah, I believe, the in face, Japan. The, I believe the face plates are now out in the wild. Yeah, which apparently are removable, which is great because we can take them off, get them painted, and put them back on. So, you know, shout out to Ethan when we're hitting you up. Um, but, yeah, like, we, we've seen them. We saw some dude holding it. It was like eight feet tall. You know, either he's a really small person or it's the PlayStation's ginormous. But it's interesting you, that you mentioned about the, the, the popularity of the PS5. We don't know how many people are actually going to want it. And there's been some research, as reported by MCV, which is a UK-based website. A wide-ranging survey... I can't speak today. Wide-ranging survey has been done by an agency called Experience 12, which suggests that the PS5 is currently winning the popularity battle of the next-gen consoles. 
Uh, now, this is a fairly smallish sample yeah, size. Small. So over 3,000 people were surveyed at MCM's Comic Con online uh, event at the end of June, with 84% of those participants saying that they were more excited for Sony's console. Hmm. So, so this is what's interesting. So, so as I said, like without pre-orders, we don't know what the exact yeah. interest on the console is. Now, PlayStation have come out many times saying that you know, like they doubled or was it doubled their uh, production because of of, yeah. of online interest. Um, the only thing I can because I know that there is the expression of interest. Uh, which you can do at EB Games and JB Hi-Fi as well as a bunch of websites. I have a feeling that's what they're using for pre-orders, right? Because like that can't just be locally. Like the fact that all of those companies posted this expression of interest um, on the same day leads me to believe that this is Sony going, look, we can't pre-order, but we need to know numbers. Can you create this expression of interest thing? And we'll go off that. So we know how many yeah. we, need to al- you, we need to allocate to your store, etc. <clears throat> So obviously there's a good lot of numbers because I don't even think Xbox has an expression of interest, does it? I think so. I, I'm not sure I haven't used it if they do, but... Me either. I think so. I would imagine so. Yeah. It, it's yeah, it, it's, a, it's a very tough space because uh, like it, I'm so impatient. And it, yes, we're in, we're in the eighth month. They have literally 30 days. If nothing happens in the next 30 days, then there's going to be a massive, massive show. Like I think that re- if it doesn't, we don't hear anything by the end of this month, it's coming out in 2021. That's where it's going to be at. There is no way they can reasonably, reasonably market, release, and get a sufficient number of pre-orders and stock in store within two months. Well, see, I'm not a businessman. But see, I don't know me, how that's doable. Well, see, part of me agrees with you. And part of me is like, well, we've known that they're coming. We knew that this year was going to be the next-gen console. True. I've been saving since last year. It's not like our pre-orders are out now. I better start saving. I, We knew they were coming. I would imagine most of the people who want them have probably already organized and put away something to... To secure think what so. they need. Yeah. Like, well, we also no didn't one, plan for a pandemic either, so money's always tight. You mean no one really, you know, on a whim drops six hundred dollar dues on a on a new console that they didn't know was coming. Mm. So yeah, no, yeah, you're right. We didn't we didn't foresee a pandemic hitting and trashing the economy and and so whatnot. My kids so that, that's always you know you've got to take it as it is. Yeah. One thing we may not have seen coming, Max, is uh, EA and their interest in possibly picking up warner brothers mm. uh so warner brothers gaming division uh, which does include developers such as rocksteady who done the art who have best known for the arkham series and nether realm for mortal Kombat and injustice uh as we know is up for sale though this was uh, announced a little bit while ago uh when um i want to say at&t it was at&t yeah yep they um excuse me we're like we want to sell off our Warner brothers gaming division it's not doing things apparently it's a big old money sink for them uh so currently they're selling it for an estimated what four billion dollars uh so the, the the rumor mill has been the likes of microsoft and activision and take two have all allegedly been sniffing around but it appears that ea are the ones that have made the first move here so during the last company's uh, f- uh financial call cfo blake jorgensen has hinted that the acquisition could be under serious consideration uh, when asked about snapping up in the studios with the question suggesting, quote, a big asset, end quote, like Warner Brothers, uh, the gaming division, Jorgensen says that EA is, quote, more interested than ever, end quote, in acquiring new talent. Max, what do you think about EA jumping on all this IP? 
Excuse me. I'm not overly a fan. Mm. EA have a tendency to not look after their IPs. I mean, look at Max's. the Star Wars games. But just look so. at everyone that's been... This EA is straight up murdered. In a lot. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. So the, 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 the big two that I can think of is obviously Visceral and yeah. uh, and Maxis, which were guys that made Sims. Um, yeah. You know, Visceral obviously made uh, uh, <clears throat> Dead Space. Um, they're probably the two big ones that I think of straight away. I think when I think who they've murdered. But there has been a ton. The guess, you know, games have been... Studios that have been picked up, purchased, and fucking murdered. So, uh, obviously, I had this conversation with a friend, uh, a friend of the show, last uh, last night. And, you know, the big the big game that I'm looking forward to hearing about coming out of Warner Bros. Gaming is the new Harry Potter game. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I made, I made the joke of, you know, if EA acquire Warner Bros. Games, I'm going to have to pay a tuition fee to go to Hogwarts. And I just don't want to do that. Yeah, now you, you go to Diagon Alley and it's like, you know, do you want a new one? That's... Uh, you know, X amount of galleons, X amount of galleons purchasing the Microsoft store. Yeah, but it's like, ah, oh, <laughs> fuck. <clears throat> you know, like you market transactioning your your ones and your owls, and they 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 sign me up for a subscription for their their wizard post, and then I have to pay <laughs> it every month <laughs> to, to get in game notifications. Yeah, that's true. <clears throat> that's horrible. Nah. And you have to pay. Uh, you have to pay to go to the Triwizard Tournament and I mean the Quidditch uh, World Cup. You know, part of me is like, you know. EA have the money to back it to make it to to give it the funds but they also don't have they don't show the love and care for their IPs you know as we've seen in the likes of the Star Wars games you know how many have been cancelled that we never got to see the light of day and I don't know but the difficulty is that everyone that's been sniffing around we can say, you can say the exact same thing about like we you know the same can be said for Activision they they are uh, they they don't treat their IP nicely at all if anything they annualize it and they pull it for market transactions and then take two are in a similar boat although they, they show some more respect in some ways they're also if you look at their NBA series like with 2k uh, they're also for market transactions so the whoever has the money because the issue here is money right whoever has the money to buy these studios it has to be one of these third-party publishers there is no way that you're going to get Microsoft or PlayStation to buy these because it's just it's a big investment. It's a lot of studios, and I, and these are studios. The exclusivity is not ideal. It would be awesome, yeah. but it's not ideal. And when you're dealing with the likes of Activision, EA, and Take Two, they're they're a gaming business. They're all about how much money they can get. Like when you look at Microsoft or Sony in terms of their exclusives, they do try to do put as you know especially more playstation i guess try to put more love and care in their in their single play sorry in their um exclusive first party games because apart from they need to sell their consoles there's just there's just a bit more love and a bit more effort in there where when you're a business like everyone's business but when you're a business and you're a publisher and it's all about bringing more dollars in on your per financial year per for the stockholders you're gonna get the same result out of all of them uh, the Reverend Puck in the, it gives, gives us the list of all the studios that EA has brought down that includes Massive, Mythic, Westwood, The Original Origin, Bullfrog, Black Box, Pandemic, Playfish, uh, and their own EA Big. 
It's a lot. Such a, it's a huge body count. <laughs> but, uh, but on top of that, though, like I, I think Rocksteady's got a pedigree that even if EA were to pick it up, I think Rocksteady could survive. Uh, same as Nether Realms. No one else quite does it like Nether Realms, especially with Mortal Kombat under their belt. TT, you know, the guys that do all the Lego games, they're probably at most risk because I think anyone can probably do those Lego games. Yeah, I must admit, Nether Realm are like the king of fighting games at this point. Yeah, because they've got such a legacy behind them. I don't see them sort of getting caught up in that little bit of middle ground socks on ubisoft ryan mm-hmm. <laughs> so splinter cell is finally making its triumphant return to our <gasps> but <laughs> however ubisoft has partnered with netflix to produce an original animated splinter cell show so Derek colstad is on board as writer and executive producer uh, it's the writer of, uh, yeah writer for john wick Yep, Colstad is known for writing the John Wick movies. Uh, the series will run for 16 episodes spanning two seasons. Uh, is, this, is, this what, is this what we wanted? I don't know. I, want, I wanted another game. I don't know if I wanted an anime series. Well, it's, uh, their, their treatment like, of Sam Fisher is questionable at best. Like, he gets thrown into a bunch of games. He's in uh, he's in Ghost Recon Wildlands and Breakpoint. He's in some, like, Battlestar... Uh, sorry, Battle royale thing that they made for mobile devices like when people said we want more splinter cell this is not what they wanted well see i think when the people say we want more splinter cell they want the splinter cell style of game they don't necessarily want sam fisher okay yeah that's a good point maybe i personally i like the splinter cell games i'm not so invested in the in the character itself the issue that we have excuse me it's been so long since uh, since Splinter Cell has been a thing, those three green dots mean nothing to the average gamer now. Like any of our <clears throat> any of the longer the yeah. longer tenured gamers probably in a different space, but the average person they're like I don't I don't get it. So when they when even when they did that reveal for like having it been in Ghost Recon, having it been in Breakpoint, it's just like okay, just three green dots. I don't get it. It's it's, it's a big old big shame big big shame yeah it really is um i mean hopefully the people who are fans of this series hopefully i mean Derek kolstad is a fantastic writer that i'm sure the anime series is going to be great and i even really from hope an act- the fan- <clears throat> even from an action and standpoint I- if it's written like because you know john wick's full of awesome action if he writes the same level of action here that it's gonna be great yeah, so hopefully every you know, hopefully the people who are fans of this series uh, get some kind of get something out of this. Mm. I mean, it's probably it's probably definitely not what they wanted, but it's better than nothing, I guess. That's true. Same can be said for another another upcoming game called Avengers. <laughs> Marvel's The Avengers. Uh, so at a uh, war table presentation thingy, uh, Square Enix announced a bit more around uh, Marvel's Avengers. Uh, there will be, uh, of course, a big open, a big closed and open beta. Uh, so if you pre-order the game, you'll have access to the beta as of the 7th of August until the 9th. So that's next weekend or this coming weekend, I should say, uh, with the open beta kicking off on the week after. It's from the 14th through to the 16th uh and then once again following on the 21st the 23rd so if you pre-order the game that's three different weekends of beta and 
uh the beta looks amazing so in terms of of being content rich so you've got you've got the golden gate bridge demo which is what i've played at pax uh last year which we'll talk about in just a moment there's obviously a run of single player missions like uh the war zone and the it was one of them uh, then there's a bunch of co-op missions as well and harm rooms which are essentially their wave mode training sim sort of setups there looks to be a minimum of at least like four or five hours in this and that's excluding how many times you do it how many times you run it with friends or run it by yourself uh plus the i think it's four playable characters yeah so, so you'll be playing as hulk black widow uh, uh the marvel characters them are forgotten and iron man uh, they also announced... I forgot to put this in. Cam- they camera Khan. Yeah, Khan. Yeah, Camera Khan. Yeah. And they also announced that Hawkeye will be post-launch DLC. Yeah, so... Uh, which is, like... that. That's awesome. Because, hey, he's rocking the purple. So, shout out to him for, you know, Popsy represent. One up. Thanks, Hawkeye. And, possi- and possibly the other biggest news is, if you take part in this open beta, you get Hulk fists in Fortnite. Oh. <laughs> you know, like... So, I like, uh, I reached out to Square Enix. Um, we should be getting a code as well. But I'm actually so excited. I went and pre-ordered, I pre-ordered it myself. Because I'm like, oh, I want to play this. I don't want to play this so bad. Because um, having Cause played you were it... Really, you were really looking forward to playing this with James, weren't you? Yeah, because like, my son, he loves Marvel. Like, he, he really loves the Hulk. He really loves Iron Man, Captain America. So, like, this could be something that we could play together. Now, obviously, he, it may be too complex for him to play. But at least we could play it together. Um, saying that, though, he was playing Spider-Man last week and smashed it. So... You know, maybe he might be ready come September. Um, but yeah, I, having get having gone hands on with this at PAX, where I literally did the Golden Gate Bridge demo. The demo is brilliant. It really showcases all of the five characters, with the key characters in this case, which were, uh, yeah, Captain America, Iron Man, uh, uh, Hulk thor and black widow so they each get their moment of little gameplay test and then you back end it with a um with a uh, boss battle with taskmaster so for those that may not have seen this or are yet to play it uh each of the characters do play differently obviously iron man is very uh ranged with a lot of airborne stuff which makes sense for his character but he's also you know pretty effective on uh, on the ground so he would you'd consider him more of a of a controller of a battlefield i guess right he'd stand back and sort of do what he needs to do uh captain america plays very much like arkham so he, he would be one of your dps sort of characters to sort of head in it's a lot a lot of bull- um, a lot of a quicker t- damage per second as it stands for uh hulk is your tank he comes in can take a big old sh- shit kick in and then you but he can also deliver some gnarly damage so a lot of like uh you know jumping slams which was great uh, and he has his own sort of way, own way of traversal uh thor seems to be somewhere in the middle of he can do a lot of big slams with with you know mjolnir and all those sort of moves it looks really cool it's fun to play as thor because just like whonging people across the bridges oh it was so good uh where black widow is probably very similar to captain america but obviously may not maybe not quite as powerful she's a bit more she's a bit faster so you get a lot more strikes in in a shorter period of time uh and at the end of the demo she's the one that you fight taskmaster taskmaster with um master sorry taskmaster i really enjoyed the demo at pax it was the first thing i played on front on, on the friday like i knew it was there i know it was a saturday whichever it was i went in there i'm like i'm lined up to play you straight away um and they each character does feel uniquely different with like some blending but you can really get the sense and feeling of how each of these characters will play a role in an overall team 
So in the harm rooms, is the, when they talk about in this in this war table about how the the importance of each individual person playing their part, and I, I like that a lot. I think that's a very cool concept. So uh, I, I will hundred percent be playing it next weekend. Max, you'll be doing the same. If mm-hmm. you're watching it at home and you want to join Max and I as we play, uh, hit us up. Okay, and we'll uh, we'll do some um, Avengers bussin. From what you saw, Max, as I've frozen once again, Max, from what you saw, what you've heard, uh, what do you think? How you feeling? Uh, I'm very much looking forward to playing it. Uh, obviously, I haven't had the same uh, the same chance to to get hands on with it yet. Uh, so I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, from what I've heard, it was you know half the people I've I've heard have said. You know, it's kind of average, and the other half are like, you know, it's really good. Um, so I'm just gonna have to wait and see until I get hands on. I, I think, I, I'm really liking the. F- I'm hoping that with with this whole, everyone needs to play their role. I'm hoping to find a really good team to mm. uh, squad up with. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping as well. Like I, I remember, I, I became a little less excited on it when I heard when I heard it was going to be a games of service, with the idea of this sort of ongoing thing where everyone is if you don't play for a while, you kind of fucked sort of thing that did turn me off. But I think the appeal of it being the Avengers might be enough to keep people coming back, you know? And then if they start bringing in new characters like Cameron Khan, like, uh, like Hawkeye, um, you know, and they keep bringing in cool villains. Cause that's one thing about Marvel. The Marvel roster is absolutely fantastic. It's huge. It is diverse. And then obviously they may not be able to do like Spider-Man, right now because obviously he's in different ip but maybe they could bring some x-men shit in because you know as i said right now i've been painting my marvel minis i'm all hard i'm excited uh, for marvel in general they just announced x-men minis ha! 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 i'm excited gonna get a big old galactus oh god oh yeah so like yeah so in the trailer like they talk about like abomination's gonna be involved and modok is 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 uh in in this game as well so like they're, they're pulling from some interesting interesting villains here so it's not like thanos which thanos could happen thanos could be a big event you know galactus could be a big event you know what i mean the potential for these big fuck off uh villains is cool like to, to create like yeah. a, a a bit of dlc or, a, or some of the event no i'm very much looking forward to it and and the fact that they're giving us three weekends worth of of betas It'll be interesting to see how much gets changed between them, or if they, or if we're just going to be playing the same build each time. With it coming out early September, I'm pretty confident that this, what we see here, will likely be what's on release. Like, there's not enough. Like, if anything, they might might tweak some things, like buff, debuff, some things, or whatever needs, to yeah, be, you know, needs to be done. But anything that can be hot fixed, as opposed yeah. to like yeah. there's no long-term fixes here so when they say it's a beta it is essentially a demo it is an online playable demo that 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 they can stress test servers they can see how how characters interact but you know or how people play these characters and what they can interchange and as you said hot fix like what can be be shuffled around mm-hmm. like there's, there's there's not gonna be massive visual improvements they'll change some numbers and yeah like i imagine there will be a visual improvement from what i played at pax because that was in what october of last year i imagine a lot's been done between now and then um so i'm excited to see what the the visual difference is but yeah from beta especially when the beta goes up into like the what, 24th like that's a week yeah. and a half from release like they're not they don't they cannot push big updates in that time <laughs> it's unreasonable mm. speaking of games that you were more, that you, you were more excited about speak, speaking of big updates uh activision and fromsoft have given us some new information on sekiro shadows die twice uh, uh, they stated that uh, they sold over uh, more than 5 million copies in a new press release oh, damn. and the game is also set to receive a major update 
Uh, firstly, this update will grant the ability to battle bosses you've previously defeated. Uh, this will be accessible via the Sculptor's Idols. Uh, referred to as Reflections of Strength, they are single fights against any boss you have already beat. While the Gauntlet of Strength will pitch you against a string of bosses in a row, essentially a boss rush. That is the worst thing I could possibly think of doing in a FromSoft game, is doing a boss rush. <laughs> that would be horrible. Well, I'm a dumpster at these games, so this I have no interest at all. They're also, unlo- uh, they're also adding three unlockable cosmetic skins. Uh, mm-hmm. You can earn these by simply beating the game, while the other two are tied to the previously mentioned gauntlets. And lastly, the update will bring some limited online functionality. Uh, remnants are recordings of your own actions that last 30 seconds which you can send to other players uh, with the option to add a messages quote share strategies and hints via a network to broaden the scope of play reads the official description so similar to like the blood echoes you get in um, the souls games where it shows how a character died mm-hmm. shows a short short uh uh, you can possibly record something and send it to your friend and we're like hey this this is a little hint to get past this next bit so that's pretty cool. Is this update enough to get you back into it, Max? Yeah, I'll probably dive back in, uh, try my hand at a few boss rushes, because, you know, why not? See how far I can get. <laughs> T- test the old reaction speed. Yeah. We'll have, we'll have to uh, find a way to get you with the uh, Popsy layouts, or the Popsy Twitch accounts. Maybe you can go on there and put some uh, put some of your Sekiro run on there and just people can watch you get mushed. Oh, yeah. Definitely happen. <laughs> Next up, people are getting cyberpunk, duh. That's right. That's in, in, in memory of, of the not-so-late Ashton Kutcher because I don't think he's dead. <laughs> uh, over the last few weeks or so, there has been an increasing number of reports that people are receiving cyberpunk 2077 beta inv- invitations via email. However, Max, there is no beta. <laughs> These invitations are entirely fake, and CD Projekt Red has had to step forward once again to reiterate the fact quote if you are receiving an email claiming to be granting your ba- you beta access to cyberpunk 2077 it is not from us unfortunately there have been more more of these being sent over the past few weeks when we contact you via email it will always come from at cdprojectred.com address reads the developer's latest warning so if you do uh get an email about a cyberpunk uh beta don't click on it because uh, my fuck's probably a virus They've just targeted all the people who bought uh, Cyberpunk uh, Xbox consoles. They're like, these or guys merch, are or them. like the chair, like you, like you bought that Cyberpunk oh, chair. I'm so keen. What, so for keen. the for a, for a virus? For my chair. Or, oh. <laughs> <For> my chair. <laughs> so keen for that beta invite. I'm going to press it so hard. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it baffles me that people still don't be like, mm, maybe this isn't a thing. Yeah, like you'd think they'd at least be like, I'm just going to quickly do a bit of a bit of a Google search, like check some reliable sources. <laughs> or at least sources. check the email address that it's coming from. Be like, it's sent from like something something dot something G- at gmail dot com. You know, yeah, like cyberpunk yeah. rules with a Z at gmail dot com. <laughs> like, no, no, don't believe that guy. It's literal. You got cyberpunk at gmail dot com. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, hope this thumbnail turns out well because that's the title of the episode so I'm going to have fun with that type of punk. Uh, uh, some quick bits. Uh, Ubisoft's new Battle Royale Hyperscape is coming to PlayStation 4 on the 11th of August. It looks pretty sweet. I've played one game on PC and the for you? I was I was real bad. It's, you mean- it's, it's, it's so much faster paced than all the other ones I just wasn't expecting it. Mm. 
the PlayStation Plus games this month are uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 Remastered, the campaign, and Fall Guys. I'm so excited. What a month! Guys. Like, like it, it really takes a so, couple different boxes so, there. So Fall Guys are pulling a Psyonix with Rocket League, and they're releasing their game straight to PlayStation Plus for free. And I reckon it's going to be a hit. It's going to smash. So, like, uh, although we didn't jump in on the beta, uh, once I heard it was coming to PS Plus, I'm like, all right, I'm not going to reach out for the Steam beta. I'm going to wait. I'm going to hold it out. So this is this is amazing. A, because the game looks cool. It's like a... It's ki- currently a Battle Royale, but also not it's a, really. It's, a, it's, it's more a of a... Battle Royale It's racer. elimination. It's a Battle Royale racer. <laughs> yeah, it's a King of a Hill elimination sort of setup, right? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's all it's about so cool. last man standing. It's not King of the Hill, last man standing. Kind um, of, I, from the videos I've seen, it kind of reminds me of like um, the Wipeout TV. Yeah, show. it looks like all those sort of like crazy Japanese uh, game shows where it's like, you know, like, you have um, to... Takashi Castle. And yeah, yeah, yeah. All that stuff, yeah. I love it. It looks absolutely amazing. I'm very keen to check that out. Uh, but, you know, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 is available right now as part of PS Plus. You can go download that mother liquor right now. Mm-hmm. But uh, Fallout, uh, Fallout guys, Fall Guys comes in a couple of days. The 4th, I think. So a couple of days from, from recording, um, which is very... Yeah, it's generally the first Tuesday of the month. Is yeah. Roll over. Yeah. So we'll, we'll, um, we'll no doubt be playing some of that next week. Once again, if you want to join us, let us know. Hit us up. Uh, as you mentioned earlier, Cuphead is now available on the PlayStation 4. And I've got I've got one more quick bit to add in. I don't know how quick it's going to be. But um, going back to some Ubisoft news, I was really upset when uh, the news broke about the, uh, the King Arthur game being mm. cancelled before it even got anywhere. Fill me in, Max. Fill me in. So basically... The guy who was the the ultimate green light at, at Ubisoft, who is no longer with them, basically went, "Nah, doesn't doesn't sound good." The guy that's and, now and, sacked, by the way. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. But um, you know, a lot of people that have been working on it were like, you know, we we put a lot of time and effort into this. We thought it was going to be fantastic. I'm a huge sucker for Arthurian legend stuff, and having a game based on that would have been sweet. I, I wish no one broke this news, so I didn't know that it ever existed. To be yeah, if you didn't know it existed, you, you wouldn't be hurting. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> but it's just it's such it's a, it's such a shame, and it makes so much sense now why all Ubisoft games are the same, because they had one guy, yay or naying all of their games. Yeah, and he would have been like, "I don't make money. Women don't make money." <laughs> Fuck. Fuck this guy. I'm glad he's fucking gone. What a piece of shit. W- yeah, I know, right. And then we have uh, your segment of the top 10. There's no more quick bits, guys. Sorry. Very yeah. quick, quick bits. Very quick, <laughs> very quick, quick bits. Quick bits. Very quiet week. But now it's yeah. time for the top 10 best-selling PS4 games for the week ending 26 July 2020. Coming in at number 10, Need for Speed Heat. Number 9, Far Cry 5. Number 8, Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy. Number 7, The Last of Us Remastered. Number 6, FIFA 20. Number 5, The Rainbow Six Siege. That's kind of... Let's jump back out of nowhere. Must be a new update. I think I think there's new uh, operators out. Nice. Number 4, Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Number three, The Last of Us Part Two. Number two, Grand Theft Auto Five, which also has a new update coming up soon. Probably a lot, a lot of pickups and is currently on sale with that winter sale still gone, <laughs> by the way. Uh, and number one, unexpectedly, Ghost of Tsushima. That game's still yeah. Gone have you seen some of the screenshots people are posting for that uh, 
the the PlayStation competition. Yes, the- PlayStation Australia are currently holding a competition for uh, a screenshot photo mode competition. There is some remarkable photos in that. Yeah. It was one of those things where I was like, oh, maybe I can enter. I'll take a look. I had a look at some of the photos I did. I'm like, okay. Pulled up the Twitter thread and I went, uh, <laughs> Mine are garbage. I'm like, you know what? This is somebody else's. <laughs> I, I forfeit. Yeah, it's like that sometimes, isn't it? <laughs> like, I, I took, I took a skills. nice one of like me shanking someone in the neck as I've assassinated them. I'm like, oh, that's cool. And then it's all dark in the background. <laughs> I was like, ah. Oh. Everyone's everyone's screenshots have like these beautiful light particle effects like vibrant. flowing in the background. It's all vibrant. And I've just got me standing over a guy with a knife in his neck. It's all dark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I recommend you go check it out. There is a lot of awesome, oh, there's awesome so many good photos yeah, in there. It's worth, it's worth looking at. Anyways, uh, I don't think we have a main topic today, Max. It's just all news. Yeah. And there wasn't much either. It's no, it's because I deep dived so hard on Skater XL at the start of the show. I can't. We kind of like front ended it. Oops. Oh, oh actually, there, there is one thing that I can add to the quick bits. Oh, uh, yeah. I guess uh, mentioning Skater XL, uh, the Tony Hawk's Pro Skater yes! One and Two Classic soundtrack has gotten like an extra thirty something. Yeah, another thirty seven artists. So it, there is a yeah. There's a collection of, of like the original soundtrack artists. So like your Power Man Five Thousand, yeah, Goldfinger, Rage Against the Machine, stuff like that. But also bringing in a bunch of new artists, including some Aussies. Um, this is awesome. Uh, I because one of the one of the greatest things about Tony Hawk, especially when you're growing up, it oh, really be- was- it really became a gateway for many people to 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 uh, see new music, especially in like the punk and the the metal like heavier scene, right? Like especially right now, where the, where those genres of music aren't very popular. So uh, there's a lot of hip hop in, in Tony Hawk as well. So. If you're someone that wants new punk, new hip hop, new metal, like it's the place to go, like, especially back in the day. So like now, we're gonna obviously gonna get the ones we love. Like I'm gonna hear, you know, Blood Brothers by Papa Roach again. I'm gonna be like, oh, hear Gorilla Radio, like all these awesome songs that come from over that come over here, you know, like you know. And then now I'm gonna be exposed to a bunch of new artists that because I'm old and I don't listen to new artists unless I have to. So this is great. I'm absolutely excited. So the, the 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 musical roster here is insane. Yeah. So that was that was good news. It's nice to see them because I think they said they couldn't get the entirety of the original soundtrack. Yeah, the last thing was a bit rough. Season. Yeah. But seeing them add much like they're doing with the new skaters and the old skaters, they're they're combining the the old with the new. So getting getting new talent in to to pump up those numbers. Hmm. I'm looking for... Uh, but it's not even a bad thing. It's like, what they're doing is genuinely a good remaster. And I think the... And I think... I believe that the, the warehouse demo goes live this month for <gasps> anyone who's pre-ordered um, Tony Hawk. Oh, I'm gonna get, I need to get me on that. But no, like, that's that's absolutely amazing. It's Because it, that is what a good remaster should do. It is the old with the new. And what mm. they're, they are demonstrating that here with this new, with this new soundtrack. It's like here's what you love with a new coat and like that's what you the game is what you love but it looks different it's been reworked here's the music that you loved but there's new artists you should probably go check out like that's perfect that's absolutely the synergy of those two is amazing yeah uh is do we have a drop this week max Probably not. Did you have a squiz? I, d- I didn't even look because there hasn't been one for like five weeks. <laughs> well, if there's not, we'll pull up VG 24-7 again and we'll have a bit of a squiz over there. But no, I'm super excited, man. Like, because my music tastes haven't really changed, like, ever. So, like, if I, you know, more Papa Roach, more, more Rage, you know, oof, mm, love it. I'm excited. 
Uh, so surprising no one there is no Jarrell. Oh, so let's, how expected. Let's pull, up, let's pull up VG. What are we in? August. So the first week of August. The first week of August. We have Scully coming August 4th. I heard about that. I got an email about that. It looks interesting. Uh, we have Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout coming August 4th as well. So yeah. that'll be our PlayStation Plus release date. It's like 30 bucks everywhere else, I think. So, but. Uh, we have Spitlings August 4th. Uh, didn't this get a Fast and Furious Crossroads? And oh my god! All, I totally August forgot 7. that was coming. Didn't that get delayed, or is it still is it still August? Or did it get delayed to August? I, I don't. Apparently, it's coming out August seventh. Fast and Furious. I can't believe it's not finished. See, VJ twenty four seven are awesome. Like they they they're normally up 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 to date on these things. Well, yeah, they've got, they've got Hyperscape listed as, as August eleventh for for PlayStation four. So yeah, I'm gonna go with. This week, we can get Fast and Furious Crossroads. That looks so bad. I wonder if it's... I hope it's still horrible. <laughs> I hope it's still horrible, he says. That's... I'm not going to play it, but it's fun to see it be bad. Um, and I guess for those interested, uh, it's semi-PlayStation-related. Horizon Zero Dawn's coming to PC this week. Yeah, so uh, Dash has been playing that uh, last couple of days. So be sure to go check out dashgamer.com if you want a, a PC uh, review of Horizon. Uh, I myself uh, was going to play it on PC, but then I realized my PS4 Pro is, in fact, probably more powerful than my computer, according to the specs needed to play it on PC. So uh, I'm not playing it on the PC. <laughs> I might. Max has a computer that's better so he might be able to do that <laughs> I might do that but yeah not much I guess the big one this week is uh, it's obviously Fall Guys yeah Fall it's Guys cl- is it's the clearly one. Fall Guys is the is the big one this week hey, yeah having it through PS Plus makes such a guaranteed server load it's going to be awesome like you'll yeah. have no like, hey you're not going to have issue finding game anyway because the game looks to be amazing but then like you jump on day one it's going to be loaded because it's free no complaints from me. No complaints at all. No, it's, ah, yeah, I was I was really excited when I saw that it was coming to PlayStation Plus. I thought that was a great move. Mm. Anyways, great move. that does bring us to the end of the show. Max, <laughs> bring this bad boy home. So this PlayStation conversation happens every Monday morning at at eight AM on Spotify. No, let me start that again. That's horrible, guys. My bad. This PlayStation conversation happens every Monday morning at eight AM on podcast services, including Spotify, and nine AM on those YouTubes. If you'd like to take part in future conversations, check out our socials, Facebook, Discord, Instagram, Twitter. All our links are in the description below. If you want to join the conversation as it happens, head over to twitch.tv slash thepopcultures where you can watch us record this show live. If you want to support the show, you can by going over to uh, your podcast service of choice, uh, giving us a five-star rating and written review, or if watching us on YouTube, be sure to give us a thumbs up, uh, You know, subscribe, comment down below. It's all good. And also, tell your friends, tell your family about this PlayStation pod. You can also support us financially at patreon.com slash thepopculturist as well as our merchandise store popcultures.com slash shop where you can buy uh, buy shirts and assorted shit with our logos on it big thank you to everyone for joining us once again thank you Max as always hope you all are safe healthy and well and surviving in this fucked up time because you know shit's fucked man It's, it's horrible but until next week I'm Ryan Betson. I'm Max Cooper. And that was for the players.
For the players, the Pop Culturist PlayStation Podcast is fan-supported at patreon.com slash thepopculturist. And we'd like to thank our Patreon producers and our Patreon founders for their kindness, their support, and their generosity. Our Patreon founders, Alpha Ferret, Craig O'Flaherty, David Chataway, Jesse Stevenson, and Jacob Garner. And our Patreon producers, AJ Abatomi, Damien Holdies, Kyle Dunn, Lee Winterchauvin, Nathan Massetti, Paul James, Pure Mongrel, and Sean Levitt.